This episode is sponsored by Cruise Planners, a.k.a. Dell's Travel Company. If you need to take a trip anywhere, whether it's in the country or out of the country, then Dell's Travel Company is for you. I myself used this service on my honeymoon, but it got me from Philadelphia to Manchester to Liverpool to London to Paris, all places I had no idea what to do when I was there, and I just followed my itinerary and I was all set. So if you want to find out more about this company, stay tuned to the middle of the episode to find out how to join his mailing list. Welcome back to Innovators. This is episode 231. Yes, 231. I know I said that last week. And Julia is probably laughing her ass off because she was co-hosting last week. And we were talking about it before the show, literally like 30 seconds before I started the show. And we came to the conclusion that was episode 230. And then I said, hey, welcome. This is 231. But no, this is 231. Sorry. Sorry about that. But this is a very special episode for, for multiple reasons. Uh, one, we have Victor Dandridge on. Uh, courtesy of Chone. Victor, thank you so much for coming on. My absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure to be here. Yeah, Eric, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, dude. I mean, come on. When you reached out, I was like, oh, yes, like yeah. pick a time. Let me just point out when you want me there and I will be. Yes, oh, you were extremely receptive when I reached out to you. <laughs> and I think you and I have been talking about this for like, what, like maybe a good month or so. At least. So, yeah, I was with and, it. absolutely yeah. with it. Definitely. Yeah, this is great. So uh, I can tell we're going to hit it off. We all have Marvel themed uh, clothing, (laughs) clothing on unplanned, (laughs) unplanned. Yeah. Yeah. Well, great minds, guys. Great. Think alike. The thing that that makes it so great is that they're all Marvel, but they're all different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You got you got a Groot shirt on. Yeah. Mine is the original like Avengers cover reprint. Yeah. you know and you're you've got the the deadpool joint so yeah mine is one i feel like mine's the most nerdy nerdiest out of all of you guys because mine is the is the marvel series limited edition thing that they're doing on amazon like the marvel Snap. series shirt bolt thing <laughs> i waste 20 bucks and some change every- waste <laughs> yeah, excuse me right. you look good in the shirt you look good in the shirt it. it's not a waste i appreciate it i got you it's it's always fun growing your marvel clothing attire like uh gear right so when you Absolutely. look in you look in your closet and you get more and more options as, as the years go on it's just great it's yeah. the best it you is know, great and I'll, I'll give you guys a little bit of, of a you know shown secret what when when it comes to buying my marvel shirts five below oh sometimes yo that's where below. i got this from i kid you not no way <laughs> I kid you not. I'm all about doing segues. Let's Dick, go. Right? Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Oh my god, it's, he's great. right though. He's right. Like, yeah, it's literally where I got this shirt from. So, but I'll tell you this though, they fuck up sometimes on the sizes, right? What? They do because you'll get like an extra large. Yeah, and it will be like, and it will be an extra large here, but it'll come up to like your belly button. Yeah, but that's the style, right? Like that's that's. That's Comic Con friendly, right? Like that. I suppose that's, it is very Comic Con you know friendly. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's Thirst Trap Comic Con gear, <laughs> is what that is. You know, 
if you've got if you got the father figure like I do, yeah, you want it to be all nice and stuck here and then let the belly breathe. Like you gotta let the uh, belly breathe, baby. That's see, I is. got the father figure, but without having kids. So like <laughs> get ahead of the curve. Pandemic. I'm kidding. Right. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say like that's also true. The, the pandemic, everybody's got father figures. It's not even your mm-hmm. your fault. Yeah, so even chicks. That. Right, right. You know, the thick is thick. <laughs> It's all. Thick is thick. Hey, the thick is thick, and the OnlyFans is flowing. All Ooh, right, so man, I'm so glad that they reversed that decision. Not for the reason you think, but just because from a business standpoint, it was the right thing to do. Like, oh, 100. Breaking too much news. money to be mad made right there. You know I, I, mean? I didn't. I didn't know they reversed it. I thought they oh, were. Yeah, yeah. Wow. No, 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 no. They reversed that. Come on, you're talking millions of dollars. Oh, millions yeah. of dollars that they would have forfeit. Yeah. No. And some of these and some of these videos, some of these chicks, like they're not doing really dirty stuff. They're like sitting there in their panties, like playing chess, playing and video shit. games, yeah, sending pictures, yeah. chase that bag, book. right? Chase that bag. You I know, what I'm no, saying? Listen, no issue. If there are any, mustard on their feet. <laughs> if there are any OnlyFans accountants out there, accountants out there, if you like to read comic books as part of your shtick, hit me up. I'll send you books. Say less. Definitely. And I think that really segues into a little bit of of your background. I'd love to kind of introduce what you do. You know, you are not only a writer, a designer, a publisher, a host, a great human being. Let's try. Let's you you try really well. Let's (laughs) kind of give let's give the people a little bit of backstory about at least what you do. Sure. So I am uh, the hardest working man in comics is what I've been called. Um, I I just gained the uh, professional title, phenomenological narratologist. Um, And what that means is that I teach the philosophy of storytelling um, to to people that want to tell stories. That's one of the things that I do. Um, So big shout out to Illinois State University for uh, their psych department for giving me that title. Uh, I've not gone to school for it. But this is just what they call me, so I'm like, I'm using it. I'm using it. That's awesome. Um, so yes, how does yes. how does somebody how does how does the university reach out to people like you, or how do you get so paid for crazy. that? Like, Yo, like the way the universe works, it's this magic alchemy of opportunity, chance, circumstance, all coming together. Um, so Dr. Uh, Scott Jordan, uh, who is the head of the psychology department, I met through Comic Con. Uh, we were on panels together. Uh, you know, it's a bunch of psychology of pop culture panels. I met him. He's like, I think you're cool. I would love to do more stuff with you through the school. And I started working with Dr. Uh, Eric Wesselman as well, who's also in the department. Um, in fact, like through last year, uh, I became a part of what's called ReggieCon, which is a uh, it's a virtual panel series where we're reviewing different books every month or so, every other month or so. Um, on a collegiate level. So it's, it's uh, you know, also uh, Teresa Rojas, who's a, um, she's a professor at Modesto uh, Community College in California and, and myself. And I'm the only one out of the four core members that's not a doctorate like candidate. Like I, I don't have a PhD. I don't You're actually have a dude that reads comics. I'm just a dude that reads comics. I'm a dude that writes comics. And, you know, I teased them and I was like, well, you know, you guys bring me on because I'm the layman. And they're like, you really aren't though. And I'm like, oh, well then what am I? And they're like, you're the phenomenological narratologist. And I'm like, did you cuss at me? Like, what is that? Yeah. Did like, you just say, what kind of bull fucking shit right, is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like you kiss your mother with that mouth? Like, what are you yeah. doing? 
And so I looked it up and they're like, no, this is what you do. Um, so, cause in addition to me self-publishing my own, you know, comics through my imprint Vantage and House Productions, I also teach through an imprint called You Create Comics. So I'm going into schools showing kids the, the you know, economic, the educational, the entrepreneurial value of being in comics. And I'm telling them like, you can tell your own comic stories. You can make your own comics. This is how stories work. And they're like, because you do stuff like that, that's why you're a narratologist and you understand that's the philosophy amazing. behind it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Seriously, you. that's that's fucking amazing. You know, here in Philadelphia, you know, I I I I understand I've had the privilege of working with uh some places like Mighty Writers. Mm-hmm. They've done that. The Stan Lee Foundation at one point in time, uh, a while back was doing that, and that was really interesting to kind of work with them. But like now. I'm afraid there's nothing like that here in oh, the surrounding areas that are, and it's extremely, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. Well, listen, Besides Ohio writers, just next but door. I, I can, think, I can bring yeah, it to you. Yeah, you are. I, I think, honestly, God, I think you and I should be able to have a off, off, uh, offline conversation about that. Done and done. Yeah. Done and done. But that's, that's, that's amazing. That really Thank is. you. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, let me jump in here. Um, again, thank you so much for coming on. And this this is my first time seeing your work. And, and to be frank, I'm, I'm blown away. Like, this is really good stuff. Thank you. And I, I have a couple questions here, so I don't really um, I'm just going to throw a couple at you. Let's go. Let's you, go. Yeah, you can answer these in whatever way you want. So uh, part one of the question will be it can be what we talked about pre-show mm-hmm. and uh how about you tell the people about the relationship with well you're the the writer of mm-hmm. these comics so t- talk about the relationship between writer and artist and whether or not you really want them to have a certain uh type that that type of way that they attack the the you know r- drawing out your vision basically i love how you just described that i think that is such a perfect way to describe what i look for yeah. for every every collaborative partner that I have uh, for any project. So generally speaking, all of the ideas that I've worked on that at least are published through Vantage and House Productions are my original idea. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll come up with the concept, I'll come up with characters, storyline, all of that stuff. Um, in order to make that book real, right? It's not just a matter of someone being able to draw it. It's being able to draw it in a way that makes sense for that story. So you can be a dynamic illustrator, but if your illustration style doesn't work for the story that we're trying to tell, I would never hire you for it because it's that important that visually speaking, your work complements the story that we're trying to tell. So that's, that's number one, like tip top thing. It's not a matter of how good you are. It's whether or not what you do works for the story that we're telling. Um, my way of and writing. that's so important. Dude, it's like, beyond important. Keep going. To keep going. realize, oh no, but I, I don't want to cut you off. No, in, no, no, in, no, no, in no. Way, but it's so important to realize that it is crippling to yes. put out something as an artist and not have it look in the way that you feel. And I think as artists, like, when we see it in our mind's eye, whatever that may be, it mm-hmm. never is perfect, you know, maybe it's <laughs> perfect, but it's never that like, ah, and like it's, I did that. Perfect. Yeah. And, and especially in the business, sometimes you just have to crank out and crank out. You have to kind of work with what you, what work with you got. And it's right. awesome that you have not only the forethought, but you have the, I guess the liberty rather, or the freedom to have that choice to say, Hey, listen, you're a fantastic illustrator. We're just talking to mesh. Yeah, it's just business. You have to do that. You know, honestly, Um, there's nothing personal about that, that sentiment, that statement. Um, I've definitely had guys that I've worked with prior 
um, that on new projects, it just didn't work. And if it didn't work, it doesn't come out. Like, it's just that simple. I will pay you for your time if that's what we agreed to. But what really matters most to me is the success of the story. If the, st if the story presentation telling everything isn't successful, then I failed as a writer, as a publisher, that's my job, like story first over everything. So that's kind of the big deal for me. Um, now, the thing about it is as a writer, I am a little wordy in my scripts. I'm telling the story to the artists. And it's not that I want them to directly like from my words to the to the page, do I want them to, to just, you know, cog it out. I need them to have as as big and 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 bold of an idea of what I'm thinking as possible to let them interpret it as they understand it. Mm -hmm. So like my whole thing is, you know, I have a I have a background in art. I do not draw my books. I don't I don't think that I'm good enough. What I do think is that I have an understanding in art that allows me to communicate the right ideas to the artists that I'm working with. I'm using the same language that they would look for in terms of what they need to interpret and put down on the page. I'm giving the right camera angles or, you know, I'm talking about mood and theme and things like that. So they can get that stuff out of my words. And then what they put down on the page is their translation of it because that's their job. They have to visually articulate what it is that I told them was supposed to happen. And, you know, finding the right artist to make that work is one of the best things of my career. Like that's the part where me as a publisher is, is the most proud. When I've found somebody that takes this concept, takes this style of story and knocks it out the park, like I just knew they would, then I, you know, I kind of pat myself on the back, like you, you that dude right there. Good job. Like, you Good know, cause like that. you know yeah, what I'm exactly, saying? Like, cause, yeah. cause it, it, it shows a, an openness, a, a, you know, forward thinking to, you know, be on point with this person. And there've been times I, I kid you not, I have a book called old crazy and the 40 ounces of death. Shout out to Brian Moss, the artist on that one. Shout he, out Brian Moss. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, he took a totally different tact on the, the presentation of this project. It is not what I wrote, but I was so enamored with what he did. I got out of the way. I took my ego and put it on the shelf and was like, it's not about what I wrote right now. Let's see what he does with this. And, and that's the most healthiest way dude, that you can look at it. And, and and it has to be scary, of course, as an artist to kind of give away your baby. Sure, sure. You know, to kind of turn to kind of turn that expression. But we become co-parents, yo. Like you, you have to look at it like that, where mm -hmm. there's not, in my opinion, and this gets me into trouble when it when it comes to the small press community a lot. There's not a single side that's more important than the other when it comes to writer and artist in the small press market. Both of you are equals in this in this whole thing. Yes, I understand that the physical act of drawing takes longer to do than the physical act of writing, but that's the physical act of it, not the actual concept of what a writer does like i've sat on stories for years because they didn't quite come out yet you know what i mean so to say like oh it's real easy for you to write this no 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 it took time to get to that phrasing to that you know idea that this is what this image needs to be like that took a long time and so you know i i give full respect to both sides um as much as i possibly can i will be honest when you know an artist is like well it takes all this time I'm like well then draw faster and they're like what and i'm like that's your job like draw faster like it's just that simple like everything is there you become the vernon von brown of comic books <laughs> it's true it's so true but again it's a, it's a matter of saying like don't use that as an excuse you know what i mean because we jack kirby right mm -hmm. 
Absolute I was just legend. thinking. I was just thinking about Kirby. Come on, you when got you said to. I mean, that. Come on, you got to. Can you? Is there a single person? Now, honestly, I've used this as a litmus test before. If I say, "Do you think you're better than Jack Kirby?" Now, if you say yes, then I don't want to work with you. And the answer, like, you're already fired. Like, don't even worry about it. We will cut ties right now. But if you say, "Well, no," and I say, "Okay, good." Jack did how many different books in a month? Like, yeah, he was cranking it out, and they weren't bad quality books he was they weren't doing great quality either like you go back and you can really definitely see where they're like ah just run with it he just had to get it done so if, you, if i'm not pressing you like that don't come at me about how long it takes because you have all the time that you need but the question is do you actually need that amount of time or are you just taking that amount of time because stylistically you think you need to or this that and the other you'd be surprised you get somebody kind of like buffer time like right. on Star Trek, where it's like, oh yeah, the warp core is down. We're gonna be it's gonna be like seven hours. In reality, right. it's gonna take 30 minutes. This exactly. is the 23rd century. Exactly. Oh, time. So I'm I'm always pushing for people to go, you know, think and artists, than unfortunately, that. they tend to do that. The people, the people again, yeah. you know, yeah, you're right. People do yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is this is what gets me in trouble because I'm I'm I have experience on the drawing side, not as a professional, but that's what I went to school for. Like I have, hmm. you know, certification in commercial art. So when I speak on these things, well, you don't know. I'm like, actually I do. And it's this, this, and this. And they're like, well, excuse me, but yeah. <laughs> you know, and my favorite thing is, you know, when somebody's like, well, it takes me this long. And I'm like, well, as the writer, it takes me that long to wait to see if you did it right. Oh, that's interesting. Time works both ways. Time works yeah. both ways. So. so when, when you're making a, a comic, how much back and forth is there with the artist? Oof. Um, if if I've done my job, there's not a lot. Okay. And so my process for writing, um, I write everything three times, three different formats, but it's three times that I write it. The first time is in prose. So I know the actual flow and structure of the entire narrative. So I know where everything goes. I know where it starts. You know, I'll put in issue breaks, all those different things I'll write out as prose. Then I will um, try to see if I have any nearby and I don't shame on me. Um, I will do layouts of the whole issue, right? Like I will do it where I have to break it down visually. I can understand exactly what I'm asking for in a comic book framework, um, how it's read, page turn reveals, all that fun stuff. Um, and then from there, I'll write a script. So I've, I've written it out as prose. I've seen it visually. And now I have a script version that is my communication to the artist. If I've done my jobs well, we shouldn't have any questions. Okay. So when so for for the people at home that that aren't really kind of like up to snuff like us, like sure, when sure. you say probes, would it elaborate a little bit? Up Prose is like writing a regular novel, right? So it's it's full sentences. Um, sometimes you know in paragraph form, you know it's it's literally just writing out this happens, then this happens, then this happens, and this person says this thing. Like it's just writing out the whole story. And sometimes it's just in, in quick beats, but they're, you know, again, scenes for the whole story, or I will literally write out all the actions that I understand happen in this story from start to finish. Um, I've got plenty of notebooks, you know, on my shelf that are just me just waxing, just this happens, this happens, this happens, this happens. And then I have to take that. And because comics are a visual medium, you can't just give somebody a novel and go draw that. It doesn't work that way. So instead, I'm parceling out based on the page counts, the number of issues that I'm trying to tell this in. How do I tell this story visually? Um, 
I have to think that stuff through. So when it comes to the artists and their, their job is to tell the story, not even to draw well, your job is to tell the story. So if I can facilitate that as best as possible, that's what I'm supposed to do. So I try to knock out all the things that they have to think about ahead of time in terms of the scripting and all that stuff so that when they get to it, that time that they have to spend, all they're doing is drawing. That's it. Okay. You know, and you're cranking it out, cranking it out, cranking. I'm it trying out. to. Sure. And, it's, and, and, and in essence, you guys are turning into some sort of a machine. Right. Right. This is this is, uh, this is really interesting. It, you, you do the writing form of one of the coolest decisions I've ever seen made in film history. Now, let me let me know if, if you guys ever Let's if you knew, if you knew about this. So American Psycho with uh, Christian Bale. Have you, have mm -hmm, you seen it? Mm -hmm. OK, great movie. Uh, one of the in one of the scenes, this is the coolest decision I've seen a director make with an actor. She uh, when Willem Dafoe, he's the. I knew you were going to talk about that. Okay, <laughs> you were going to talk about that. So, for the people that that don't know, Willem Dafoe, when he was interrogating Christian Bale's character, the director had him do it three times. Mm -hmm. Once, once where he was convinced that Christian Bale was a killer. Once where he suspected it. And once where he thought, no way this guy could have done it. Mm -hmm. And then they cut it together. And that scene is so good because of that Amazing. decision. Now you do that with writing kind of, and it's, it's, you write it down in all these different types of ways. And mm -hmm. that might change and improve the way you, that the scene is written. Absolutely. Abs without question. There are definitely times where the idea that I had in the prose form, by the time we get to script is so bigger and, and smarter um, because I actually have time and room and, and pacing amongst everything else that's going on to really hit the impacts that I'm trying to get across. So you're absolutely right. Like being able to do that, not only affords for me to, um, you know, kind of tell the best story, but to really challenge myself in, in terms of, did I do everything that I needed to do from start to finish? So you're absolutely right about that. That's awesome, man. I, I really, I really respect that because, you know, I, so uh, again, we were talking before the show next week will be the four year anniversary of Cinovators and Woo! That's right. Awesome. That's awesome. Big claps. Thank you. Big claps. And along the way, I've had other ideas for other things to try. And now we have invader sports live and that's something I always wanted to try out. But one of my main goals in life, like basically it's a bucket list type of thing is to make a fiction podcast where mm. where I would write the script, hire voice actors and, you know, do it legit, like make yes. like a legit story. I have a story in mind, but for the aspiring writers out there that have ideas or have goals or dreams of wanting to make something, wanting to write something, whether it be a movie script, a pilot script, a comic book or a fiction or anything, anything that you want to write. Yeah. What what would be your initial advice for getting into it? Like, I'm sure when you the first thing you ever wrote that was published, it was probably like such an amazing feeling. So why don't you it, talk about that? It was. Uh, I got to give a shout out to my, my brother, Mike Watson, uh, who just came home uh, this past week from from a covid bout. Um, so I'm glad Ooh. he's on the men from that one. Sending um, him good vibes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. How's thank he you, doing? Thank you. Doing good? He's doing well. I actually just talked to him a couple hours ago and he's doing well. So um, but he's he's actually the first person to hire me for a project um, that I didn't create that I was the writer for. And it's his uh, flagship title, flagship title Hotshot through his uh, imprint Freestyle Comics. And you're absolutely right. Like the first time that I 
like got a hold of that story. And what's interesting about it is that when I did it, it was a matter of he had written the first issue and I didn't like what he wrote. And I, I don't know if you know about <laughs> know this about me. I am very arrogant when it comes to my writing. Like, I'm like, nobody's better than me. Like, it, and, and it's not that I'm what about actually- Jack? What about Jack Kirby? Yeah, no, nobody <laughs> is better than me when it comes to writing. Um, but no, the, the whole idea behind that though is- That's so funny. You wouldn't even work with yourself. <laughs> no, I would not. I would never <laughs> even, not even. But no, the thing is like, when you, when you approach it from that standpoint of truly not just believing that you're the best, but you 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 push yourself to be the best at what you do. Um, I think that's the thing. Like you're never really comparing yourself to anybody else. It's always you. Like you're only supposed to be better than you were the day before. But I exactly. And you know, comparison is the killer of joy. And and you're very Absolutely. right. Sometimes, sometimes your only competition is you is yourself. That's right. And that's you know, right. and and in all honesty, we lost a man this week that is the epitome of that which was Norm MacDonald. Yeah, yeah, you know? absolutely, absolutely. He's, it, it's hard to describe his legendary status. You know what I mean? Like, it's such a, such a unique voice, absolutely. such a unique timing guy. And, you know, just the, what we're talking about, I mean, that was a guy and, you know, Bill, uh, Bill Burr said it, a bunch of these comics yep. said that he just, he really, truly didn't give a fuck. And he and was, was magic. the funniest guy. He was the funniest fucking guy in the room. Yep. And he knew it. Yep. And he was the most smartest guy in the room. Yep. But he chose to be the idiot. Because ah. he was that smart. He was that smart. Yeah. Ah, Conan. I just uh, I just bought a <laughs> I just bought a farm. <laughs> I live there with uh, you know, I live there this, you know, this guy. You know, he threw some darts. Oh my god, I love it. I love it. It's genius. What do I win? I got a bullseye. <laughs> you gotta love him. You gotta love him. One one time for Norm McDonald for real. Yeah, really, man. Like, um, but but in terms of like writing that it was how I knew that I wanted to be a writer. Like, you know, we met in art school. And so for me to like, you know, really latch onto this thing and, and really aim to elevate um, what he had, because that was the thing is like, if I can't make this better then I'm trash, like that's the bottom line. Like if I'm going to say like, I didn't like this thing. And if I, if I'm going to write something for it, if I don't make it better then I don't write anything, period. Like I am trash. I'm just going to, bow out and disappear and go do data entry for forever like that's just the way it was going to be was that the gig that you were thinking about doing like what was like what was going to be the plan b if plan b was to still work retail i was i was in retail at the time oh yeah, yeah yeah fellow uh fellow retail uh soldier <laughs> right here sir. oh yes oh yes. yeah where in retail uh i was working at let's see at that time uh, american eagle yeah american eagle Ooh. yeah yeah it's yeah. toughy so that was, that was my, that was my whole vibe. Like, if I can't do this, then, you know, my, my, you know, upgrade... deal with a lot of moms that are cheating on their <laughs> oh, husbands. Oh my God. I, I mean, I won't say cheating on their husbands. I would never say that. Cause at the time I was young and cute and that might've been me, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, if you're listening out there, you know, I still miss you. Um... <laughs> he means that dude. He no, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> all jokes. All jokes. Remember one day, I'm, remember one day I told you I'm going to be a, com- I'm going to be a famous comic book publisher. And you just laughed and stroked my head. Guess what? (laughs) Joke's on you. No, um, but no, so so writing it, it hit. It hit in a way that, um, you know, Mike very wisely took a lot of the framework of things that I that I put in like the first six issues and he's expanded his entire imprint he's launched other comic book titles superhero teams um, event books based off of stuff that I threw in to you know this this framework so when it comes to something that I'm proud of that I don't even own 
that's one of the tip top things because it was the idea that I could do something as a foundation that now could outlive me, that outgrew what I had intended and it all fits and it all works and it thrives. And that's beyond like great. Like, I don't even know like the, the best word to use to describe such a thing. I think only somebody like Stan Lee would understand that by way of saying he helped co-create Marvel. And then there are characters that are created that he had nothing to do with that are just as popular as anything he did have something to do with. Yeah. You know, like Wolverine. Stan had nothing to do with Wolverine. Not a Stan had single nothing thing. to do with Deadpool. The idea that those things are prolific because of any association with him, he's got to be like, yeah, yeah. I got that ball rolling. Look at it now. Yeah, we'll sign a- something. I mean, oh, yeah, he'll definitely it sign it. it. Oh, he'll yeah. sign something. Well, well, I meant, well, I meant like he signed some fucking check or something uh, like that he was down. definitely signing checks back then yeah <laughs> definitely signing checks doing coke signing <laughs> checks oh god you know what i mean so hey and, hey and 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 listen you you and i vic I, like I, i've known you for a couple of years yeah, and, yeah we've had a few interactions um to give you a little bit of background so i've so i i've was you know a very long time wizard world volunteer right up until when they started paying us hey yay checks, you know. checks. hey lawsuits yeah guy tony's out there whatever remember that little short guy uh i do leprechaun i, do. <laughs> I remember I one time could get me in trouble saying that. <laughs> Dude, he didn't say. I, he didn't say. He didn't say. But whatever. So I remember one time he uh, they were giving away free comics, right? Mm-hmm. Right at the door, and like I usually work with the celebrities. I don't do any of that like other stuff that all right. the other excited kids are doing. Like you know me, I'm bouncing around and whatever. Right. So he he sticks me with all these comic books, right? And a bunch of these celebrities and a bunch of these other people that are like you know like they're not when you go to these shows there's a couple different types of people that are going to these Mm -hmm. comic book shows especially the wizard world shows there are the fans right and then there are you know the the talent and then there are the artists and then there are the people that are making money off the talent and artists not just wizard world that's right and then there are making and then there are people that are making money off the people that are making money (laughs) (laughs) of the talent yes Yes. (laughs) And then there's another level to that. Mm-hmm. And then there's a bunch of groupies and shit like that. So a bunch of groupies and whatever, maybe a famous person or two asked me for like, hey, can I get a couple more? I remember this guy coming up to me, right? Going, wait, why don't we have any, any more? Like, oh, I was like, oh, I gave it away all. And he's like, just give, a, just give one away? I was like, no, nah, I gave a few. And he goes, looked at me straight in my eye. Right. Right. Like straight in his eye down here. <laughs> and he goes, these are worth their weight in gold. Wow. And I, I looked at him and I waited for him to go away. And I just handed it to one of the slow kids and I was like, here you go, go do this. And I just walked. <laughs> I think I walked around. I think I walked out back. I smoked a joint. I mean, <laughs> I was like, you motherfucker. Like, and yo. then he's gone. <laughs> I was going to say, there are some people that take their role uh, a little too seriously sometimes. Well, this was also the vice president of Wizard World at the time. <laughs> so Everybody's like, going to know was, what you're talking about. Everyone is about I, to know I, what you're talking uh, about. Yeah, so, I mean, like, it was, <laughs> this was the dude you didn't piss off. <laughs> it's Oops. him. Oops. <laughs> but I wish him well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing other shit. Yeah, they he's not there anymore. He's not there anymore. Yeah, I, but but he's not he's not living on the street. He's doing it. Oh, far from it. Far yeah. from it. Not at all. Too funny. <laughs> but yeah and uh, yeah they, i mean these shows are great and there's just the, them people <laughs> <laughs> there's and always them people how long have you been doing the shows for oh my god um, 
my first show i goes all the way back to 2003 so i yeah 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 i've been i've been on the grind for a long time but it wasn't my full-time job until 2010 so i've been doing this full-time since since 2010 um when i quit a cushy state job where i was doing data entry um i i literally quit because i was like you know what i want to make comics full-time excuse me how do you i needed to that's a, so wait uh, just to touch on that a yeah, little bit because yeah. you know like obviously of course we're all artists here and you know mm-hmm. we do the podcast here i do I, i'm starting back doing comedy and it's good, good it's a scary thing to think that you know like in either way like oh well this is going really great screw it let's quit how does how does that <laughs> how does it where's that mindset come from where's that strength where's that you know i mean you know that's a very how's that you know ego talk or whatever oh my god it's it's um it's that inner voice that that doesn't shut up and isn't satisfied like that's what it boils down to for me is i wasn't satisfied being a weekend warrior where maybe once or twice maybe three times in a year i'm doing a show and it's a good time and i'm making some comics and i'm doing this and that and the other but i need to wake up every day and do this like that's that's what i'm here for and the level of happiness that i have achieved even on my worst days over the last 10 years is better than my best days when I was doing, you know, what I wasn't supposed to do, you know, like working a nine to five job is fine. Working a state job was fine. It was good money. Like per hour, it was fantastic, but it wasn't what I was here for. And I can't even tell you like, um, Dan, I was just talking about this before turning my passion into my profession gave me absolute life. Like it gave me opportunities and things that I didn't, I didn't even know all the opportunities that I would have in front of me by doing this one move, like like taking this step. And that's the biggest thing about it is, you know, this move to, you know, be in this field full time, that was just kind of the inkling of the idea. It wasn't the totality of the idea. I didn't know how far it could actually go. I just knew I wanted to do this really badly. Um, In fact, this is my favorite story about it. My father, um, you know, works for the state of Ohio. He was ardently against me doing this. Like, I mean, I'm a grown man at the time. Like I'm married, I have children. And he's like, you will go back to work. And I'm like, nah, dad, I don't think I will. And he's like, Ugh. you know, and it, it was that point of, if you don't go back to work, don't ask me for nothing. And I'm like, that's fair. That is fair. Like I, I 100% agree with that. If I'm gonna stand on my own, I got to stand on my own. You're absolutely right. Um, and I said, I'll make you a deal. If this doesn't work in three years, I was 27, 28 at the time. This doesn't work in three years. I'll go back to work for the state put in my 30 years and I'll retire like everybody else does. Not a problem. And he's like, all right, all right. That's what we'll do. The first year that I did it, um, I did a summer presentation with our local library system. They have a summer reading program. And out of 27 branches, 21 of them hired me at $165 uh, an hour. And my father, yeah, yeah. Well, I went from, literally I went from like 19 bucks an hour from the state to 165 an hour, you know, that summer. And he's just like, I'm proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, there's nothing else he could say. He was just like, you know what? You got it. You yeah. got it. What you need, what you need now. Like you figured it out. And again, the thing that I was doing was my, you create stuff. It wasn't even like I was making comics and that's just what they did. Um, I, I built all of these things together and simultaneously, I'm like, I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to do it all until it works. And it started working right away. Uh, in fact, the you create line is actually how I got linked up with wizard uh, this time around. 
and got brought on. I think that was in 20, 2013 was when I started actually being on the Wizard World Tour because I was providing kid-centric content that nobody else was doing. Nobody else yes. had kid-friendly content, and that was me. And so I'm coming Correct. in, I do that. And your, your booths, I remember, if, if memory serves me correctly, yes. your booths gradually grew over yes. the years. Yes, they did. Right? You had about maybe what? Like you had, I think you had like two booths to start. Right, I only together. had one table, one table yeah, to start. Really? Just one to start. That was it. I was a low guy on the totem pole. Like I was small time. So just one to start and then grew to that, you know, to uh, I think the most I ever had was three tables in a corner. And it was like a huge space. Um, you know, it, that, that was the whole thing, though. You start small, you find out. And this is the this is the thing I try to tell any creative that wants to get into the con circuit. Don't go in thinking that the con circuit owes you anything go in there and ask what you can do for the con circuit It'll as much as everything. they even as much as they tell you they, they, yep. they do yep they Just, will they would they absolutely will but if you play it right you can get way more than you can even imagine like there are times when for wizard i kid you not wizard would ask me if i would get up four o'clock in the morning and do press for them right we go, I mean, we're out of town. We're in, you know, Reno, Nevada. We're in Chicago. We're in all these different places. And they're like, four in the morning, will you get up and do press? And I'm like, absolutely. And they're like, why do you always say yes to do press for us? And I'm like, because when you say do press for you, it's my name that's up there. It's mm -hmm. me that's on TV. Like, yeah. sure, they put your logo in there somewhere. They say we're at Wizard World Show, but I'm getting what I would, I can't even imagine how much I would have to pay do you know to get that kind of press. Do you know mm -hmm. who's smart? Do you know who's smart just like that? Just like you, yeah. Aaron Sanders. Yes. He, you know what I mean? I watched that guy. And if, if not a lot of you guys understand who this guy is, he's a guy that I've watched go from doing a lot of the press junkets for Wizard mm -hmm. World to like even to now like doing his own like oh he's thing. got like a whole paranormal paranormal whole thing, thing man yeah yeah, yeah. aaron and is he, my guy aaron is my guy great I love guy for, forever he is he is fantastic he's been on stuff i mean he's done stuff for hbo he's done stuff for sci-fi yeah all over the place but he's also that guy where it was like you're asking me to do this for you but this is really and they asked me. him to do a lot of shitty things too I mean, ask all, all over. Do a lot of shitty things. I mean, that's true. And all that of us is true. Would go, yeah, sure. <laughs> but you're I mean, not paying me. All right, cool. Seven a.m. You know, right? Perfect. I never, I never did the volunteer thing, so I feel for you well, on that one. Yeah, but I mean, listen, I, I can't knock it. You know, I have to thank so many people out there that, like, you know, even gave me a chance. You know, the fir first person, the, actually, the one person actually did give me the chance to do Wizard World is uh, is is our friend, Mark. Of course. Uh, shout out. Shout yeah, out to Mark. Love you, Mark. Yep. Yeah. And the new baby. Yes. And the new baby. Yes. 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 Him, him, and, him and Megan. Yes. And, and a baby girl. Yeah. Beautiful. Fantastic. Three M's now. Three M's. You got to love it. Three M's. Yeah. They're branded. They are so branded. <laughs> I love them for that. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we have to have him on as well. But I mean, that's a guy that that was the first person I met uh, to like join uh, being a volunteer. Like I met some goofy girl on a train coming back home from <laughs> my girlfriend's house at the time. And like me and, and me and Papa Taff always used to go to Wizard World stuff and you mm -hmm. know, all that stuff. But I never knew you could volunteer. You can go for free and shit. Yep. And I went and Mark was the first person I talked to. And I'll never forget him because he's this 
big, huge, yes, he is. ginormous <laughs> Swedish looking guy with a heart with heart of girl gold and you know, very, very uh very nice and all facts. Give me the shot. Oh yeah, give me a shot. Give me and give me a lot of passes too. A lot of dumb <laughs> shit. Pissed, a lot, pissed off a lot of wrong fucking people. <laughs> listen, listen, Mark is Mark is a he's a king amongst men for real. Yeah, he really is. He's yeah. awesome. Absolutely yeah. awesome. Yeah, but that's awesome, man. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm so happy that, uh, that you know, you and I have, have been in the same cir- circles. Course, now, when it comes to, I guess, you know, with the pandemic and things like that, how did you kind of fare, you know, doing what you do and, you know, the uncertainty of the whole entire thing? I think I fared far better than than many others um, because the name of the game is hustle and grind. Like that's that's what it is. And again, in the in the midst of things that I've done in my career. Um, that have gone from, you know, I make my own comics, I'm writer, publisher, all that jazz. And then, you know, I'm teaching people how to make comics and how to use it in terms of education. Uh, One of the other things that I started doing because of Wizard is uh, I moderate for celebrities. You know, I interview and moderate them. So when Wizard took a pivot from having live shows and going into virtual spaces, they hired me to do a lot of their, their panels. I probably did 50 to 60 different virtual panels over 2020 of varying celebs, varying, you know, shows, talking points, all kinds of different things. And it just kind of gave me something else to do. And, you know, I worked with actually a, quite a few different uh, uh, Comic-Con institutions. Uh, shout out to Repop and their Metaverse events. Um, shout out They're to good. MechaCon, um, all kinds of folks. So, yeah, that was, that's what I did. You know, I just stayed busy. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, you know, it was really interesting to see what Wizard World was doing, going from a whole entire con base where you have to rent out a whole entire thing. Right. And there's fleets of union workers and they set it up. And like people don't know how much shit that really goes into that. Oh, my God. It's a couple of days. You look behind the curtain. It'll shock you. It'll shock you. Shock you in the worst way possible. These things yeah. are just strung up, and ah, it's broken. Go get some duct tape. Go see duct that tape and gum. It'll it'll duct fix tape, anything. Duct tape, gum, and like those like black curtains that you yep. just throw over everything. Yep, they look fancy until they you look- actually smell them. Don't <laughs> don't, don't smell, smell them. them. Don't, don't smell, smell them. them. Don't, don't do smell them. them. I'm telling funny, you, they have funny. Uh, they have funny stains on them. Don't ask questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're not ours norman reedus like that's yeah yeah oh lord (laughs) um i could tell you the stories uh but yeah definitely good lord i completely forgot my train sorry sorry i just no it's not your fault i definitely yeah i definitely had something i want to talk about so let's get into your uh i from what i know is your 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 latest projects in the trouble with love and the subsequent never too late part one and part two so for uh why don't you tell people where they can find it but also i had a question um would you consider uh that you go after more of the adult fan base is that limited to adults because i see a lot of themes in in your work where you know you're not afraid to to touch on addiction and you know things where you know real life issues so uh yeah why don't you talk about talk about that Sure. Um, for anybody that's listening, you can find my books at vantageinhouse.com. That's V-A-N-T-A-G-E-I-N-H-O-U-S-E, all one word, dot com. Um, so we can put a link in the description. Yeah, well, right, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, for my books, 
what's really been um, a testament to my success is that I'm actually writing for different audiences. We actually aim for four audiences. So with Wonder Care Presents the Kindergartians, we aim for all ages. For uh, Origins Unknown series, it was teen friendly. The Trouble with Love is more young adult, like older, not quite teens, but like, you know, late teens kind of thing. And then The Samaritan is more mature. So we have like focal points for each audience that we're actually talking to that helps us, you know, create craft stories that really market to those, those audiences. So like you said, with The Trouble with Love, it's a little bit older skewing. And so with that one, I could get a little bit more aggressive. It's not as, as, you know, over the top or even violent as say like the Samaritan, you know, Samaritan gets hard. Like it's, it's heavy punches, rough language, suggestive, all kinds of things. And it's also to show my range as a writer. You know, there's a lot of times that somebody gets into a format of writing and that's their lane. And it's, that's all they do. Like, it's not a bad thing, but me, I like to think I'm more diverse than that. So I will try all kinds of stuff. Like real talk. I actually have erotica that I've written that's out there in the world. I, I won't say where just now, but it's out there. Tentacle porn? <laughs> mm, maybe, spoilers. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but it's, it's because I like to try to write anything. Like, I want to be that guy that if you give me an assignment, if I was working for an editor or whatever, if I'm a script doctor, somebody comes in, it's like, oh, I got this comedy. Well, let me just try to knock out something funny. I got this horror story. Let me try to do something like that. So I try to be as, as diverse as possible. Um, so when it comes to, you know, certain themes, if it fits the, the readership group that I'm aiming for, I'm absolutely going to touch on it. The Trouble with Love is a special one to me because um, that one actually came out in 2012 and it is a personal story. Um, if you've read it all the way through that little caveat piece in the back, you know, that's literally my story. And it was something that I wrote to my sons as an explanation for why things went south between their mother and I. And mm -hmm. one of the greatest moments of my life, um, my, my firstborn son, he asked me a question and when him and his when his mother and I split up he was he was young he was like five right and so at this point he's like 13 and he asked me like you know why did this happen I'm like you know what I think you're ready for this conversation and I slid him the book and he's looking at it like what like why are you why are you giving me this like I don't yeah understand. just fucking tell me right <laughs> and so because like I mean he's he's seen his book for years he's like whatever and so I slide him the book I'm like you're ready to read it he reads it and he's like you've been waiting to tell us this this long and I'm like yes and he's like I didn't know and I was like you weren't supposed to know your child like you weren't supposed to be in the mix of this conversation yet you weren't there but you know now that you're older I can tell you enough that you can have an understanding, but still respect of, you know, your parents in this situation, know that this had nothing to do with you. You know, you just were, you know, um, you were, you were there along for the experience, whether you liked it or not, that's not necessarily the goal, but here's, here's a perspective that you haven't heard yet. You know, about that's some this. next level fucking parenting shit right there, sir. The only I thing have I knew to, how to do. <laughs> hey man, hats off. Like, thank you, I thank mean, you. we all have, like, I, I come from, um, I come from a single dad, uh, you know, uh, my dad raised me my whole entire life. My mom's mm -hmm. extremely non-existent in my, in, in my world, like gotcha, so much. Gotcha. So like I, I got to the funeral, no one knew who I was. Wow. So like, and you know, we all have them kind of origin stories and things like that, no matter what it is, if it's right. happy family, whatever. And, you know, maybe somewhere down the line, maybe the love story doesn't really go all the way through or the things, right. the trouble portions. And as all children in some way, shape or form kind of have those racky things. Yep. 
those stories get lost. Yes. And they get lost to time and they get lost to oh, whatever. Right. But you, you chose to, t- and you know, especially it gets lost because it's so much trauma or yes. heartache. Yes. But you, you took that, you balled it up and you turned it into art. Yeah. Like, that's a true, that's I had like to express it. Artist. You know, I had to express it. And mm-hmm. I expressed it in the form that made sense to me that I knew that I could tell, you know, my side of it at the very least. And then what's really great is um, the, you know, the trouble with love was was my side of the story. Never too late is me having some years distance and saying, okay, now let me let me think about what is the the overall story that should be told here. It's not just a matter of my story. It's not a matter of her story. It's our story that we need to address here. And you now, know, when you time. did the second part yeah. of the the comic, was mm-hmm. did you like tell her and was she like, God damn, you're making me another fucking comic? Book no, no, again? no. What's funny? <laughs> she she actually and and shout out to my ex wife Anna. She's awesome. Um, you know, we we co parent better now than we ever did before. And part of it is how we. It's a comic book. It, it kind of is, bro. It's I'm a not fucking even comic book, I'm dude. I'm not even joking. Getting this out allowed for me to, you know, deal with my demons and anything that she never said to me or I never got to say to her. I said it on the page, so it's done. Mm-hmm. So that's, with that's that awesome. out of the way, it's not my ego that's in the way of saying this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. It's on the page. It's done. I don't have to. You're the black hole of McNeil. It's a good one. It's a great one, isn't it? That's a good one. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, that's what it is. So, you know, upon giving her because I actually gave her the script when I finished and it's a four issue uh, story. Only the first two are done. Um, In fact, you guys read the second book. No one else has. Wow. That's not out. yet. So you guys have exclusive content. That's not out yet. So you guys got that one special. Um, but oh, yeah, forgive like, me. I literally, I literally just popped it open. I'm so sorry. And I feel it. so bad no, about no, no, it, but read I did. It, yeah. read it, read oh, I tell him. No, definitely. Yes, after, yes. after this. Oh my God. Yeah, that's, that's, that's amazing. Thank you yes. so much. Yes. No, no, no. You're very welcome. But that was the thing. Like it was an expansion of perspective. You know, I told my perspective in the first story and now years later, I'm, I'm explaining a larger understanding of that perspective, you know, what it did to me, what it did for her. And then where, where can we go? If we can fix this quote unquote, what would that look like? And that's what the story is. Wow. That's awesome, man. That's, thank that, you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. It's it. This is a beautiful comic, man. I, you guys thank out you. there, you gotta read this advantageinhouse.com. This yes. is incredible. Um, Shout out to Harold edge, the artist on that one. He is a partner in comics that I, I, would not be nearly as successful without like seriously okay now I, I definitely would like to have you on again to to get more into this if if time allows you to of course but uh the the last question i had for 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 this session and mm-hmm. it shown if you have any please please ask is is it a a dream of yours or something that you're not really worried about to have one of your comics made into either a show or a movie (laughs) what do you think um it's definitely a dream of mine and without without getting in trouble nda confidentiality Mm. style i can say that i'm working towards it i was i was uh i i if you saw the smirk on my face i was just (laughs) like oh we're gonna touch and i don't i i think i yeah so I, i had a little bit of knowledge that there's gonna yes, be something yes. going on so but that's awesome this, now yeah i don't know which one it, you're going to make in, into something if if it if it happens it know, sounds like we'll find out soon right but this story that i'm seeing here would yes. be amazing to see play out on the screen thank that you really thank would you, thank yeah. you thank you 
if I if I had my druthers, no joke. Um, the trouble with love is <laughs> this is so silly. It is the superhero story that I would love to see Kevin Smith do. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, because it's it's not about the superhero side. It's about relationships and people interacting, and I think he does that really well. Yeah, but because it's superhero based, he would have an affinity for it and a sensitivity to it that would probably like make it so much better than what even I wrote. So yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, probably definitely. It would also probably take so long. Well, that's, but um, I mean, I believe in him. I believe in, I, him, you, know, you know, I believe in Kevin as well. Hey man, I love it. <laughs> um, I, I love Kevin. I don't know if I really love the really weepy Kevin. The really right weepy, now. I mean, that's, that's his norm right now. Like, that's, that's his norm. Yeah. That's, that's like his mode. Is. That's his mood. Always. <laughs> like he cries after he sees every movie. I love every it. Trailer, though. not yeah, even trailer. every movie. Yeah. Every trailer. He's just like, yeah. oh God, I love it. So <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's all. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks. Any uh, any any question for you, Chum, before we ask him what he's been watching? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, we, we touched on the, the, the Comic Cons, right? Yes. And you know, in the midst of can we hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so we touched on the Comic Cons, and in the midst of the pandemic, now that you know, hopefully knock on wood, we're we're getting out of it there's light at the end of the tunnel vaccines right. are up uh, every, everything like that i just got my uh my second vax vaccine the other day thank you, thank you. appreciate you for that well, hey <laughs> who cares <laughs> um whatever there's gonna be an asteroid we're gonna hit we're gonna die you know <laughs> yeah, i think vaccinated when it hits though yeah right That's... i guess hey man i don't know man norm mcdonald's dead and i'm fucking there's nothing sacred anymore i want it to be um, another another planet that hits us just oh for the, that's for uh, rude yeah dude rude. so I, that's kind of my bad guys i kind of used to me and danny used to get blitzed in our basement on chadwick street and I used to always talk about Nibiru. Do you know about Nibiru? It's the, the uh, planet. Yeah, yeah. It's because we saw that movie Melancholia. That and also was, I was into <laughs> yeah. a lot of a uh, lot of Zachariah Sitchin. So watching a lot of Stargate. Just okay, yeah, okay. So. You're in a place. I got you. I was. We were in a bell. We were in a big, dark, deep place in our basement. <laughs> um, so with that being said, you know, you know, we're we're hopefully in the right light that we're going to be getting back out there. Comic cons are coming back, and I think mm-hmm. MegaCon did that. You just rent you. you MegaCon just happened. That. Yeah, that yeah, just yeah. happened, right? Yeah, yeah. So with that being said, where do you see the Comic Cons going now forward? Ooh. And it's really interesting that you that you helped out Wizard World with their virtual you know meet and greets and things Mm -hmm. like that because i i can't remember for the life of me but i had a guy uh reach out to me via linkedin in the midst of the pandemic when we kind of realized that the two weeks of flattening the curve was just not there right Right. and we were going back and forth because my technology side and you know my i guess a lot of my interests especially in the the industry he reached out to me for some reason and we were kind of going back and forth of understanding of figuring out a platform to 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 make this happen and i couldn't really think of any and it it seemed like that wizard world kind of thought of something they did and Um, took of and and took a lot with yeah they they definitely did and and funny enough they use zoom to do it um you know most of the time um using and it's and it's interesting too because this guy i was talking to specifically remember the guy was like yeah we don't really want to do zoom we want to do something else we want to make it a little bit more interactive and i and i guess like my response was like well you, you want to be a little bit more interactive you gotta be in person yeah yeah like that's the only so, way because <laughs> like yeah. wizard very wisely 
they ran it through Zoom, but they streamed it through Facebook and YouTube at the same yes. time. And I think they ended up getting into Twitch as well um, <clears throat> in the in a scam, uh, scheme of it all. So in terms of interactive, they got huge engagement because what they would do as their setup was, you know, we would be interviewing, you know, people on here and then someone would be feeding us questions from those three platforms. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we're, we could interject the fans into the conversation correct with that q a yeah correct right, right and if you also saw as well it was really interesting because mm -hmm. wizard was the first people i saw that was doing that and mm -hmm. then you saw seamus over at uh ace yep all of a sudden doing that yep. but with higher level a-list celebrities yes yes who the fuck Seamus knows how that it. guy who the fuck knows how he does that <laughs> but... he's got mad connects he's got mad, mad connects. connects man mad connects yeah like wizard did it first in my opinion in my understanding of it yeah uh, my understanding Comic -Con too. did it galaxy con did it yeah um you know in their own way read pop did it and everybody had to figure out their their own lane to this um now and... to your knowledge do yeah. you know anybody that has sprout up in the midst of this that has came up with either being a third-party platform that is the bit that you know uses either zoom or teams as a third-party platform and they're the basis and they are helping out and use and and not quite these guys yeah not quite like i know read pop maybe we a, should do it yeah i was gonna say they used the production team i would definitely recommend throwing this out there because i think what we what we saw and and low-key i gotta give i gotta give galaxy con credit because they actually did this at a live show um, this was in, I think, Raleigh, uh, 2019. John Cleese uh, wasn't there. Like, he was supposed to be there, but he couldn't make it. And so instead of canceling him, what they did was they actually FaceTimed him and cast it on the show. Like, in a, in a ballroom, they cast it in a show, and people could come up as a Q&A and ask him a question on the FaceTime chat. And that's how we did it. Like, it was insane. I was the moderator for that one where, you know, I'm having people come up, stand in the camera, and John Cleese is asking, you know, He's just hey, how are you doing? there going, what the, what the bloody hell is this? Yes, like, basically. And it's, it's cast up on a huge screen, two screens, actually. And so the room gets to react to it. It was brilliant. So that was a live. There's people taking away the chairs. <laughs> like, I mean... No, everybody was sitting there still, but like, I think this is definitely um, the hint towards where things are going to go, where if there is a celeb that for whatever reason, that could be a big get, and either you can't afford their in-person fee, but you can afford a virtual fee, will allow for more shows to have interactions with, with celebs and talent that they never would have otherwise yeah and you and it's so funny because you have all these people that are always like, oh, why don't you get this person? Why don't they ever get this person? Gotta have a lot there's money. money there's money like i've never seen robert downey jr at a wizard world show why because word has it that he wants a million dollars Oof. like he wants and, a million but word has it he deserves it right now i seen chris hemsworth at a, at a wizard world show yep yep um and it's so funny i think we've talked about this before there was police there and it wasn't necessarily because that he was chris hemsworth like a really famous actor right? it was because he was so goddamn hot that there were fucking people <laughs> like kamikazeing just jumping over yes. people like i need to touch him Let oh me yeah his arm yeah yeah like, and, and once i calmed down i was fine <laughs> but <laughs> we had but you got a stern talking to that day i do a remember that talking to a very stern talking sean to sean, sean, sean you can't touch yourself in front of this <laughs> talent <laughs> 
talent. Like, it's not my fault. Look at him. Just look at him. Yeah. How am I not? How am I he, not? He is something, man. And have you seen him uh, jacked up for the role of Hulk Hogan? Oh my God, he wow. looks insane. Yeah, it's great. You talk about the pythons, bro. Like he Dude. is killing. He looks better than than Hogan did at the time. Yeah. Like yeah. he, it's insane. Absolutely insane. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting to have him to like see how they're gonna do that like receding His hair, hairline. Yeah. yeah. He's going to kill it. He's going to kill oh, it. Yeah, it's going to yeah. get yeah, it's going to be amazing. And be and amazing. the you know, the people that like to shit on comic book movies like I know Den- uh, Denny Villeneuve just did uh last week and I-, I just get so annoyed when they do. Uh he said it's like Marvel movies are cut and paste of other Marvel movies and it's just like they're, but they're not they're not they're not like but you, they're you the- just they're the Yankees right now. Like it's easy to throw stones at them because they're on top and you know, there are times when you got to like Okay, so I'm not a Yankees fan, right? But there's times where you got to recognize and go, yeah, they, they're dope, right? That right. just, it is what it is. Like, they have the money to be dope, therefore they should be dope, and therefore they are dope. So just let it ride. But it, people are gaining a lot of traction by detracting from them. And I have my critiques about them from a narrative standpoint, but I'm never going to be like, ah, oh, they cut and paste. No. Yeah. Like, yeah. It you don't sounds, get billion dollars per movie if you're cut and paste. Right. right. It just also, sounds too, jealous. if they were cut and paste as well, all these fanboys would shut up. Also true. It, also true. It just sounds like... You still have favorites. Yeah, it sounds like they're jealous because their movies don't make as much. And I got to say... Oh, yeah, because they get the, they get all the money get pulled from them. They go listen, to these... I'm so videos. excited. I'm so excited to see Dune. I can't wait to see yes, Dune. Yes. I hope that it kills it and it gets the sequel because I'm hearing that when Dune starts, it says Dune Part 1. Nice. And that is telling people that there will be more. I hope it's great. You know, there's probably no Star Wars. There's definitely no Tatooine without Dune. So, <laughs> well, there definitely isn't. Yeah, facts. right. So Absolute hopefully facts. hopefully it does well. But, I mean, like Scorsese said it. It just sounds like they're, like, jealous that these movies make money. And and listen, man, you what, what I always argue is it's not easy. What Kevin Feige has done oh is God. incredibly difficult to be balancing all these different storylines, to be having all these different actors. And you have to have, you know, time for for them to come in. And right. there's so many things that you're balancing. And and look, you can't just I said this to Ryan Airy, too. You can't just throw pe- pe- people's favorite characters on screen and they're going to love it. It's no. not it's not true. That's not no. true. That's I not mean, the era that we're in anymore. Right. I mean, look at the last Fantastic Four movie. Everyone hated it. Yep. And it's just it's not as easy as some people make it out to to see like, oh, yeah, it's just cut and paste. No, dude, they put a lot of right. sweat and tears and emotion yeah. into this. Well, well, even the Shang-Chi movie that just came out, which right. I thought was really good. There's not a lot of really positive um, like receptance of it. Like, it's good. It's great. I loved it. Yeah, I loved but, it. Like, but you, but I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I, I feel like it's really, it's no, really it's kind not, of fizzled out a little bit. It, it kind of has the other over ones. what if, like, what if is overshadowed mm-hmm. Shang Chi? It has, yeah. yeah. And like, it's funny too question. because, like, it's a cartoon. You, I right. wouldn't even think that. I don't know about you. But I told, think- the the thing. Okay, so if I can, if I can throw in my two cents on Shang Chi, the quote unquote failure of Shang Chi is that it didn't do what Black Panther did. And that's the that's the only real fail aspect in terms of its prestige and narrative. And I'll tell anybody and everybody, Black Panther was an experiment that wasn't supposed to work. Like literally, that's Black Panther facts. It it was yeah. like it was it was a thing to shut 
critics up that were talking about how come you could have a talking raccoon but you haven't had black panther yet mm -hmm. and they were like okay you're right you're right let's do black panther but if you take black panther the movie out of the infinity saga it's still you could still get to thanos without that without movie existing. yeah so that's that's how like in in the greater scheme of this you know, series of movies that everything is connected to this, that, and the other. That is one particular movie that you could take out, and it doesn't affect anything. Yeah, there's no, there's no Infinity Stone. There's None. no nothing. Nothing. So, Shang Chi was intended to be the, you know, AAPI Black Panther. That's what it was supposed to be. I don't think that it was approached story wise to the to maximize that and that's mm -hmm. the problem like yeah if anything that was it like you know i've talked to a couple buddies of mine and i'm they're like well vic what would you have done differently because i'm like it was a fine movie it was enjoyable it was a lot of fun a lot of was fun it my favorite? action action right. i mean oh my god the listen, bus scene stop the bus right. scene oh is awesome god. right there just stop so like, aquafina is my new mcu <laughs> favorite superhero i love it i love it i love it but like, okay, so for me, and this is me, the nitpicky guy, that's the writer that gets deep into it. Like the, like the failures that I'm calling it are just simple missteps, right? Like to put it in the greater context of the MCU, while they were on the bus, how amazing would it have been if they rode by something that was blown up giant size because of stuff that happened in Ant-Man? Yeah. Just so you know, yeah. like that's the same place. You're in San Fran. Yeah, they could have mm -hmm. done something. Like they, just a yeah. little something. Right. that's that's me nitpicking but overall for me to be like oh the movie is trash i would be out of my mind like box me up don't read anything that i write because obviously i'm a lunatic because the movie is not trash even if there's things like like shuri said just because something works doesn't mean you can't improve on it anything that i say as a critique is because the foundation is there and i'm just building up on it so the foundation is strong marvel movies foundations are solid they're enjoyable. It doesn't matter if they go back. Black Widow was fun. Like that was a Black fun Widow movie. was fun, and was and a that's a perfect movie. that's a perfect example of taking a movie that you can take. I'm sure we can take Black Widow out besides mm -hmm. the post credit scene, and it won't make a difference. Yep, and you just you just enjoyed it. You just enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, it was super. Yeah, it was super enjoyable. I mean, the relationship between Natasha and you know the little sister. Oh my god, Yelena was amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's yeah. amazing. Definitely. And also, too, brings us a little bit of a new Black Widow. That's right. That's right. Which yeah. also played out in Shang-Chi. Yeah, there was one. That? Yeah, there was one in the yeah. in the in the room. Correct. Fighting. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Yeah, correct. And then there was like the extremists right? yeah, up there, right, right. which are supposed to be gone by this point. So now you've like it's amazing. So yeah, it's stuff like that that I'm just like, yeah, no, this this still works. Like anybody that's like, oh, it's cut and paste, you are just mad. Oh. Well, right. even Trevor, even even Trevor, the whole I mean, I didn't realize he's my favorite character in the whole movie. I can't even lie, dude. I loved him. <laughs> I didn't realize how much he was in the movie until we saw the movie, because like because like you and I both know he was going to be in the movie. But like uh, Liverpool, Trevor, yeah. Trevor, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Trevor, man. Yeah. And also, too, I think I said this in the last show as well. That little butt wing thing. Oh, my Toys, God. Morris, baby. Let's go. Morris. Let's Toys. go. Look at that. Oh, I just saw like an image of like a Morris butt in like a box. And it says Morris Shang-Chi. Like, let's go. Send me one. Absolutely. Kevin. Absolutely. I got your email. Um, <laughs> I do. I do. do and, really? yeah, yeah. Just let me just, you know. It's yeah. not hard. <laughs> I, I mean, mean it's not you let know, me just look but, at your phone for a second there, right you know? i've shown people i was not there you're like yo i'm gonna email you 
Anyway, that's my resi. Man, I could, <laughs> I could talk to you all day, dude. This is dude, awesome. Thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you. Um, yeah. So we definitely, if if you come back on in a month, anytime, or so, man. Just yeah, let me know. This is great because I would. I know there's going to be questions from our fans that they want to ask you after Bring they after they hear this. Yeah. So we will. Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, I think yeah, we're a little over an hour now. So how about we we get into some of the other things, some, some, some things that you're watching right now. But again, guys, vantageinhouse.com. You got to get your hands on the trouble with love. This is incredible. I mean, the, the storytelling, the artwork, the themes, it's, it's really, really good. And it's, thank you, thank it's, you. it's stuff that people can relate to. So, yes. uh, yeah. So, uh, definitely check that out. But, uh, yeah, how about you give us a couple things that, that you're watching right now? So obviously, since we were talking Marvel stuff, uh, what if I'm I'm definitely watching that, and I'm a part of a number of different groups um, that are talking about it. Fandom Spotlight, um, Dark Loops, all on YouTube. So find those different channels. But I've enjoyed this show um, to a degree. It's been fun. Narratively, do I think all of them work? No, but that's part of the greatness of it. Is somebody shooting their shot and seeing what happens? Um, this last episode with Killmonger the best of the whole series that's that one low-key it made me realize like killmonger is actually my favorite like villain of the mcu and the way that this story played out it just reiterates how like phenomenal his character was shout out to michael b jordan like yeah seriously yeah. and i i think i have to agree with you this was one of the the, the better ones because there was so much um depth and like Yes. like loss yes you yes. know what i mean so and so much like i'm 10 steps ahead of you y'all don't even know you don't even know for for what if purposes i think chone should start saying his favorite episode is the next one because it's <laughs> it's always the case the next one always surpasses the one before for him well i, I mean, didn't really well i'll tell you this i i didn't really like the um i didn't really like the what if zombie ones only hmm. because they're gonna do another one though Obviously. Yeah, but yeah, but only yeah. because the simple fact that like if anyone has ever read the Marvel zombie mm -hmm. uh, run in the beginning, the best part of it was that they fucking talked is that they still had their intelligence and it was fucking Reed Richards trying to go into other universes to right. pull pull fucking people out because he's eat. fucking hungry for arr, them to arr. eat. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And it was yeah, it was cool that they kind of retained their abilities to like do their abilities, but it, they should, it wasn't like, the same it wasn't it wasn't the same, the same. and i think yeah. even in the books it was like the more they ate the more smarter they kept the retainer right. yeah and it just wasn't anything i want to see zombie thanos in action though I i'm really terrified do. of zombie thanos yeah like there's nothing scarier to me than zombie thanos that was a great like, shot to end the oh episode. my god yeah oh my god but it, it does okay so narratively it does the question like how do you get the time stone where did it come from i was just thinking that like who had that like was it dr strange how'd you get and it our him? and our like, friend ryan Airy actually posted that on one of the uh, like videos yeah are, like these are the questions these are the yeah. questions um but I've, I've enjoyed it like a lot i think it's a great exercise you know from a writer standpoint it's always fun to play with the what if concept um i actually had somebody on tiktok ask me what my what if would be and i was like okay so in light of everything my what if would be what if Isaiah Bradley, um, the black guy that got the super soldier serum, was allowed to be Captain America? What would have happened? And they were like, yo, I would watch that. I was like, good. So Kevin Feige? Yeah, right. Guy, like, Let's like, do that. Hurry like, holla at me. I got you. Yeah. Two. <laughs> Seriously. No, that's yeah. a great That's a great what if. Thank you. Thank you. Thank I just, you. And that's also a great run as well. If anyone's never, if never, yes. anyone's ever seen it. Yeah. Shout out uh, to Truth. That's a yeah. great series. I mean, I'm going to uh, assume that 
you know, everyone on this call has seen every Marvel movie as many times as they can, you know, multiple times. Yes. I just, I always just run through them. And when I, I, I just watched Spider-Man uh, Far From Home before we got on this call. Nice, nice. And I just, I always love going through them again. And what What If is doing is they're, they're showing parts from multiple movies in every mm -hmm. episode. And it's really, really cool how they're doing that. And it gives you another way to look back on it. And it's just, Dude, I, I have a theory that they're going to pull some things from the what if into the movie side. I agree. I, yeah. agree. I agree, too. Yep. So I it's, it's definitely going to happen. It's just it's a it's a great show. I mean, yeah. maybe where are we going to get Jane Thor from? Jane Thor. I just can. I just connected. Her. I mean, it's, it's Mighty Thor. Yeah, Mighty Jane Thor. Jane Thor works. Yeah, yeah it works. I like but it. I'll tell you this, though, and, and maybe you agree with me, Victor. Yeah. They're, I know they're bringing, uh, I know they're bringing Jane back into the MCU. I know right. she's going to be Lady Thor, Mighty right. Thor, but and maybe if you agree, if you don't agree, in my eyes, she has to have cancer. She um, has to be, she has to be dying of cancer. If she doesn't, be... I'm disappointed. Exactly, me she too. Will I assume yeah. she will? Yeah. Uh, it's funny though. So Natalie Portman's been my celebrity crush for like 15 years, <laughs> and she just always will be. And the right. first time, the first time he said that to me. I, I took it like he said, Natalie like, Portman. And I was like, hey, stop hey, it. Man, <laughs> hey, hey, don't you, you watch your mouth now. Yeah, you right. Watch your mouth. I love you know her, I'm saying? man. Yeah, she, that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> Dalla, don't you talk about her like that. Like, right. Slow uh, it down. But I can't wait to see the 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 vision or no, the, the Ultron episode. That's the finale. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I expect that to be mind blowing. Yeah. The way that plays out should be should be absolutely fantastic. Yeah. We're just getting wait. James Spader back. Hopefully, they're getting so many confirmed. people. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. They, they got so many people back. Like even David Dasmalchian, you right. know, the pol polka dot man. He he came back for a small part. Sure did. That that, that he with had. The zombies. In yeah, right. It was amazing. Absolutely so, uh, amazing. They have they have good relationships with everyone. And you know the guy who played Tony Stark, he played him in video games <laughs> before. He yeah, did. He, he actually played him in a uh, Earth's Mightiest Avengers. Right. So when that aired, he actually had played him more than robert downey jr had wow yeah. Yeah. yeah which honestly as a 31 year old man that's not that bad of a cartoon show no it's fantastic it has a really good yeah like it's super really good stories what really hurts you is when you realize that it's 10 years old yeah that's the part that'll mess with you you go wait that came out before avengers did yes. yeah yes it did and even too, like, I mean when you go back and you watch even the animated spider-man or the x-men I mean, those those shout are great concepts. Seriously, shout yeah. out to Disney. Yeah, Plus. Disney Plus is the best, man. I, I don't it. know. I like uh, you're you're a little bit older than me, Vic. So yeah, and, yeah. So, but I remember as a kid going to uh, Pizza Huts. Yeah. Got and you got the X Men disc. The VHS. The VHS dog. Ah. <laughs> yeah. oh. You already know, yo, that personal pizza joint with the, yeah, that would be me. That was me. Oh, dude, me all 100%, the time. 100%. Pa Papa Taft's like, again? That's right. That's right. What do you? Night of the Sentinels part one and two. I'll watch verbatim. I can speak it. I promise you. Promise you. Matter of fact, when Disney Plus dropped and those were added to it, that was some of the first things that I watched. Without, <laughs> I still watch them now. Like, I can't even say that when we get off this call, I won't turn it on. I Come on. Yeah. Energy dreams. How about one from a pro? Like, come on. Oh, like, yeah. that's, let's go. Morph. Morph. <laughs> like, oh, dude. Oh, yeah. And like, classic. and hard hitting. Yeah. Like, like shit that, like, they would do on a CW show. Yes. 
Yes. Like it's the flash season eight. And Dude, you know, they, they hit you shout out to the Lee Wald, shout out to Larry Houston, uh, the brains behind the, the writing and the visuals of that show. They, it's my childhood. Like literally yeah. they built my childhood and like my love for comics and things like that. It's all their fault. I've told them this to their face. I'm like, it's your fault that this is me. Thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely. Love it. I, I can't, I can't agree more with you. I mean, That's if you awesome. look at my room, it looks. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. Is that, what is that poster right there? Is that an X-Men poster? This is an injustice. poster. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. It's okay. not the game, but oh, it's no, all no, the I injustice see, okay, league members. Giganta and, and okay. Now I can see her. Yeah. That makes yep. sense. Yeah. I got you. Yep. Okay. It looks like a missing eight year old's room. Uh, so. it sounds. It looks like a great look at my office. Like, does that look any better? Like, literally, I, it does. It does the, because you, you make money flash, in it, right? Like, I got oh. Starling City like street signs that, up there. Awesome. My, yeah, come on, like that's awesome, geeky geeky. Yeah. I've got my own like spinner rack. I've got it's ridiculous. Now, when it comes to the CW shows, do you watch yeah. any of them? Uh, Superman and Lois right now is top notch, dude. And I've said this on I've said this on the podcast yeah. and. It, you know, me and Vic did not coerce no, this. We no, no, it's, yeah. it's, it's one of the better shows on television. It's literally one of the best shows on TV. Like, if you guys aren't watching that because you're like, oh, I've seen this before. No, you haven't. I'm no, up, you haven't. I'm up on it, sir. I like watch I it. it. And I was please. so against it, dude. I was so against it. I understand. I understand. Smallville guy and, you know, Smallville disappointed me. And yeah, they brought him back in the, in, the multi, in the multiverse and the, in the crisis and shit but like still, that. But still. But, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. This is where it's at. Dan, are you watching that? No, uh, he's trying to get me to. Do um, yourself a favor, bro. Yeah, so I, I have. It's had... on HBO Max. Okay. Is it uh, on HBO Max now? Of course it's on HBO I've been Max. watching it on CW. Like, that's just. <laughs> I'll, I'll get around yeah. to it. Uh, I used to have a rule where I don't watch network shows, but I'm, I'm starting to change change that tune. So, uh, yeah, I think I well, will. Well, not all of them. I mean, not all the CW. Yeah, yeah, you know, no, CW, no, no. yeah like, <laughs> like the Flash wasn't that bad this this season. I mean, they had right. to work with what they had to work with what they had had. Um, I, I, Legends of Tomorrow, I, honestly, I always have fun watching it. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a guilty pleasure. It's, it's a guilty, guilty pleasure. pleasure. It's such a, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's such a guilty pleasure. It's so yeah. bad. Not, yeah, not, <laughs> not, to talk, not to talk down about anything, but some of the CGI for Supergirl is just so bad and yeah just like, that's probably know, the one i probably don't watch and like forgive me but it just it doesn't i mean it gave us superman and lois so there did you no like, it definitely yeah. did it definitely did it wasn't bad like the beginning yeah. of the shows wasn't bad but right. I don't know. no I no, no. It, it just it just didn't i wasn't running to the television to watch there you the go season, there the you series go. finale there you, you know now another one that i that in terms of watching um so my lady, she uh, is self-teaching herself French. And we've been like jumping into French-based like movies and things like that as much as we can. So on Netflix, the Lupin series is one that we just finished watching like the other day. It's phenomenal. Um, if you like foreign films um, or shows at all, don't mind subtitles, highly recommended. It. It's smart. It's, it's, you know, the gentleman burglar type story they are amazing definitely high marks for lupin if you yep. haven't seen it yet watch it that's on netflix right yes yeah okay. i've seen a little bit of it i tried to watch a little bit of it and i just think like i liked it but i think i just wasn't in the mood to like you gotta kinda... be in the mood yeah you gotta be in the mood but i highly recommend yeah, highly yeah. Recommend. i've like, heard I... nothing but good things about that show yeah, really yeah yeah, yeah. 
Well, it just got it just got greenlit for a season two or something like that, season right? Three, season three, yeah. three. Yeah, Forgive yeah, me. Yeah. 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 So, Sometimes you have to just be in the mood. Like I tried to watch the uh, the scary movie that just came out, Maleficent. Uh, uh, Fear Street. No, oh, Malignant. 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 Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. turned it on. I turned it on, and I just kind of bitched out. I was like, I'm not, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't want to be scared. Uh, I mean, it's got its jump scares down, but like. Oh, you know. I didn't get past the credits, sir. What? I was oh, like, I put it on and I'm like, either I'm too high for this or. <laughs> just... Yo, it is, it is a, it is a good. I think I put movie. Ted Lasso on actually. That's a, I was kind of boot. I was in. I was like, ah, I'm just going to put Ted Lasso. Uh, let me just, let me just watch that. Let me just watch that. You know, I'm going to talk about Ted Lasso in a, in a couple minutes when it, well, whenever I get to my part, but you, you watch Ted Lasso too, right, Vic? So, okay, here's my dirty confession. I've never, I had never seen an episode of Ted Lasso before Weekend Before Last. So literally, okay, I was in Normal, Illinois for um, an opening of the uh, Illinois Art Station. It's this wonderful community cultural art center that's opening up and they asked me to be out there um, because I'm one of their featured artists. The I was staying with uh, Dr. Scott Jordan from Illinois State University, one of my buddies. Shout and out Dr. Scott Jordan. Got it, got it, got mad loves to him in the Dark Loops podcast. Um, and he watches it. And so he's like, yo, have you seen this? And I'm like, I really haven't. And he's like, you got to watch it. So he just throws on the episode that they were on and I'm watching it and I love it. I absolutely love it. So I am not a regular Ted Lasso watcher. But I am about to be you're a regular lasso. Like, you're lucky. Yo. Yeah. I always, I, I've said before, I wish I could like erase my brain from seeing it so I could do it all over again. Yeah. It yeah. is just. Just oh. a Rick and Morty thing. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just let me just, let me just MIB flash myself and right. then just watch it fresh. Yeah. 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 It's, you're going to be blown away. Like, I don't think I can hype it up enough. It's, I, I understand. It is just so good and so well made. And obviously, with the Emmys last night, we'll yeah. we'll talk about the winners. They just they did so well. They did so, and they deserve it. They really do. It's incredible. So yeah, yeah. okay, so Lupin, you give that a, a high recommend, right? Highly, highly, highly. And obviously, what if we yep. we've been pumping that up? Mm-hmm. So, um, is there any any other things that you would suggest? Um, in terms of shows, uh. I mean, I'd, I'd have to go back a little bit, yeah. like uh, Invincible on Amazon oh, is yeah. definitely my heart. Like, yeah. I'm a huge fan of the comic series, so I was on board for the show. Um, I, I actually enjoyed the new, new He-Man, the one that's more kid-centric. I, I just watched Not that Revelations. the other day. Not, Not Revelations, Kevin's the one, okay. yeah, the other one. I mean, I enjoyed Revelations. It got a lot better for me um, as the series went on. But this new one starts off in a place where if I was a little kid, I would love this show just off. Oh, that's awesome. like it is it is Saturday morning goodness. All you all you need is a TV and a box of your favorite cereal. Ooh, like, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And hey, and you, you that that's like Spider-Man. Uh, it's like anime Spider-Man, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he's a kid, Batman, anime yep. Batman series. Yep. I actually got a chance to work with Kevin Conroy at one of the Wizard World. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, very yes. nice guy. Super oh, dude, he's nice amazing. Guy. He's absolutely very, amazing. Very like um very like solemn, very few words, right? Which is kind of fucking disappointing because you're like you're Batman, dude. But that Batman doesn't say fucking like talk. that's the thing. Like yeah, that's I know, <laughs> I know. I one I one time I'm talking to him. It was the first time I, I met him, and I told him I was like, yeah, you know, I I kind of mirror my sales cadence, kind of like to your like Bruce Wayne. 
Nice. Not your Batman, but right, to your right. Bruce Wayne, to your like early season one Bruce Wayne, where right. you know it's just this kind of gullible fool who has a lot of money and you know means means very well. And the fucking man looked at me like I I was cross-eyed in both eyes. Wow. He wow. was just like, What do you what, what are you, you fucking talking about, kid? I'm about to sit down and meet like a hundred of you. A million just, of these people. Just stand next to me and smile. <laughs> I tell you, okay, ah, it so, was like super nice, but it was just, I, he's like, let me, let me get to work. Just like, to I'm work. Not... I'll tell you one of the greatest things that I ever did. I, it was a, I think it was a galaxy con show and we were all on stage. It was myself, him, a couple of other voice actors. And we were doing like an ad libbed, like Cher strong. Was she there? She might have been. She had to be. She's there. one of them people. Hey, man, one of them people that are yeah, always like I, in the circuit. I almost can't even remember who always there. But at one point, I'm riffing back and forth with Kevin. And I think we came up with like a song off the top of our heads. If anybody finds that online, please send it to me because it was just like an incredible moment. And like, I think we like a high fived or something. Like we were so hype about it. And I was like, Batman just high fived me. I am officially Robin now. Y'all can't tell me anything. Like, for life like that's just what it is yeah that's amazing dude amazing. that's awesome Thank and you. and you. you know like i you know he's not my only batman i've met i met Sarah? adam west he was a, a fucking dickhead what oh, come on no such a goddamn dickhead no such a terrible this, this is human this is being shown for you he's oh no i'm not i'm not kidding with you what <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna choose not to believe you not, not no, my Adam believe West. me. Not my Adam West. Bro. Yeah, I, I felt the same too. Oh. Yeah. Was he was he was he Batman Adam West or was he the mayor from uh Family Guy Adam West? Which he one was, was he? He was like, um, uh, it's gonna cost sixty, seventy dollars for me to sign something, and I'm gonna be a prick to you while I wear this like flamboyant uh like yeah, uh, he was he was older at the time. He's he's been through it. He probably Ooh. didn't feel like dealing he, with anything. Burt Ward was cool. Yeah, Burt Ward, Ward is always cool. But Adam West wouldn't even. I asked him for the time. He wouldn't even give me the fucking time. Dang, dang. Yeah. Literally, literally wouldn't give you the time of day. Although, although funny, although funny, although yeah. funny, funny story though. Margaret Kidder told me that he was telling people like a, a bunch of cons that he was sick, and I got so bored telling people for three, four hours that he's going to be coming back in a half an hour that I started right. telling people that he was actually here. And he was uh, doing some oncology, oncology treatments at Hahnemann. And when you see him, tell him to get bet, tell him to get well. Oh and maybe God. told like about like 100, 150 people this and completely forgot. And I kept <laughs> on hearing out of earshot certain people I told, tell him to like get well. Get Feel well. Better. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> oh, man. Terrible. Terrible. Good yep, job. That's shown. All right. So yeah, that's, that's some good things there. I I'm, I'm happy you said Lupin. Cause that's one of the shows where, you know, when you're scrolling through Netflix and you're like, do I start it? Yep. Do I not start yep. it? That's where I was with that. So now you just start that me one. Start it. Just yeah. at least do the, the first part, which is five episodes. Oh, you don't easy. like that. Then back up. Yeah. But yeah. 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 That's nice and easy. Yeah. Okay. I can do that. All right. Um, so will that about wrap up any uh, suggestions you got? No, no, no I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so for mine, I'm going to cover the Emmy winners, but Chone, how about you got anything? Anything news-related or anything I've been kind of watching or just, you know? Yeah, just whatever, whatever you're watching. Uh, yeah, nothing nothing this week. A lot of work, a lot of work, guys. Yeah, me too. Uh, me too. You know, still, <laughs> still, uh, still watching Star Trek Lower Decks. That, that was killing it this that's week. That's amazing. Yeah, I just did my uh, – 
my usual suspects this this week um, didn't have much time for, for anything new, but this is perfect because I knew we were going to have an interview coming up. And uh, wow, this this is a, an amazing talk, man. Thank you for talking <laughs> to us for so long. I'm sorry Dude, we took away. It's my away, pleasure. It's my pleasure. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, this oh, is this is good. this is a great talk. The, the fans are going to love this one. I know it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, hopefully they check out your comic. I know I know I can't suggest it enough. Thank so you. yeah, Thank you. check it out. So how about we just talk about some Emmy winners real quick? Yes. Uh, Ted Lasso stole the night and um, I couldn't be happier. But before I yeah. talk about Ted Lasso, I wanted to shout out Mayor of Easttown. Yo, my God. What up? Right. Oh, so you, my God. You like that show? Evan Peters oh is, my my, is my dude. He yeah, is my I dude. am so happy he won, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, and, and dude, was he? Have you seen this acceptance speech? I did. I did. It's so sweet. Wow. It's so it, it, oh sweet. Yeah. It's like he was truly surprised. He was like me, like little Wait, old me. What? Uh, yeah. And yeah, I, I was yeah. like, wow, like they're normal people, too. Sometimes, dude, he he is the sweetest guy. I kid you not. He's one of the first actors that I worked with um, as a celebrity moderator. And this was OK. This is no joke. 2016 in November. We're in Pittsburgh. Right. And one of the guests in the audience asked him who he's going to vote for. And this is 2016, right? So I immediately jump in the way and I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not talking politics. That is off the, that's off the table. We're here to celebrate geekdom and bring us together. Politics always is divisive. We're not doing that. So shield, shield, shield. No, no, no. That's what it is. And he sent word back through security was like, yo, Tell the moderator he is my favorite person for doing that because yeah. I did not want to be, he didn't want to get into that stuff, no matter what he said, because it was never a question of who are you picking? He's like, no matter who I said, someone was going to get mad. Exactly. And I'm so glad that he protected me from having to answer that question. That had to be like somebody's dad or something like that. It was a like- little girl it was a little girl like she was like a teenager like 13 years old Mm. loved him from american horror story or something like that and was asking who he was voting for and i'm like yeah not the not the time or place for that yeah let's not let's not i like what you said celebrate geekdom not don't worry about that because someone would definitely get pissed off in that exactly no matter a lot of people yeah and not only that not only that a lot of the people that are running it Mm. You know, mm. Mm. Yeah. I I, yeah. I had uh, an experience, uh, I'll say. So I, I work events in Philadelphia on uh, weekends. It's my part time job. And two people got kicked out. And as they were getting kicked out, they were screaming about Trump and Biden. And I was just like, what does he have to do with a football what's, what's, what's game? This? <laughs> oh, this yeah. is, it's what got nothing that? to do with what we're doing right now. Yeah, like, he, you're not getting kicked out because Trump lost the election. You're getting kicked out because you're a drunk slob. <laughs> Yeah. Like, what is going on? Yeah. So, uh, you yeah. puked in the Tony Luke's right. <laughs> yeah. associations. I don't yeah. Know. So, leave that, leave that out of uh, good right. times. I totally yeah, yeah, agree. Yeah. That was so, it. so, yeah. Evan Peters wins, uh, supporting actor in a limited or anthology series. Uh, hopefully, anthology or limited is not the case. Right, uh, right, right. Because I hear they could do a season two. Come on. And, it's uh, award winning. Come on. You yeah. got to do a season two. Now, I you- said it. Didn't I say that? That we were, that they may do a season two? Yeah. Um, yeah. it's possible. And, uh, Julianne Nichols, the mother of the murderer, I won't spoil it. So don't look right, up right. who she is if you haven't seen the show, but she won, <laughs> uh, outstanding supporting actress mm-hmm. in the same category. So good, good for her. And of course, Kate Winslet took home best actress. I mean, 
she was amazing and we're from the area so we're sticklers for the accent she did yeah. such a job man nice they did and it. um yeah so shout out to all those but uh for the winner which actually surprised me so they took home like all the all the actors and sporting stuff but the mm -hmm. actual the winner for a limited or anthology series was the queen's gambit and i love the queen's gambit mm -hmm. i love anya taylor joy have you seen that victor oh of course of oh course. it's so good yeah so uh shout out to that but like i said the winner of the night ted lasso it wins outst outstanding comedy series it won for lead actor jason sudeikis mm -hmm. won it uh now they didn't have a best actress nominee they all they were all were supporting so rebecca Hannon Winnington, uh, Waddingham, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. She won Best Supporting Actress. Uh, Brett Goldstein, who plays Rory Kent, he won mm -hmm. Best Supporting Actor. And that was dominated by Ted Lasso. There was eight nominees. Four of them were from Ted Lasso. That's so awesome. I'm happy awesome. that one of them won. Yeah. And uh, yeah. she won, right? Who? Or, or or no or or, or no they, they won best best comedy but the uh but rebecca that she was just nominated right she, no she won no, she, she won, won best supporting oh, she actress won. Awesome. Yeah. yeah she has yeah. such a great ass they, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yo yo you're not wrong good they, team. yeah great yeah. ass they took you down know. like basically everything they were in outstanding comedy series i mean they just they ruled the night and jason sudeikis with a heartfelt speech if you guys haven't seen these speeches go check them out and if you don't watch Ted lasso i don't know what I mean, change Victor, yourself. Yeah, Victor can attest. He he's gonna start it now. Yo, no, 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 no. Let me let me keep this one million. After watching one episode, I am an instant fan. It's just a good feeling show. Yeah, that's like, what it does. Yeah, I yes. wrote I wrote off a girl I've been talking to for like a few years because <laughs> she wouldn't watch Ted Lasso. What? Not because she watched it and she didn't like it, because she wouldn't do it. I had to sign her out of my life. Yo, yo, now nah, you should have invited her over for Lasso and chill, bro. Like, yeah, like yeah, was it over there. wasn't oh, gonna look, work? What's, just what's wasn't on? gonna work. Oh, that's wild. Listen. Mm. That's like the 78th red flag. You just got to go sometimes. You know what I mean? That's fair. She's like, no, boom, I don't boom, do that. Boom. Ted Lasso. I'm yeah. actually surprised I don't hear more of that because it is a show that is, you know, a soccer show and soccer is not that popular in America. You know, I love soccer. It's right? my favorite. It's my favorite sport to watch. I have a soccer tattoo. I've been to England and, and watched a game in uh, at Anfield in Liverpool. Awesome. It's my favorite thing. I love soccer. So right? for me, I, I heard about you know, I remember when they did the skit like 10 years ago for NBC Sports. And um, when Ooh, I was in a Chadwick around that time. Yeah. And when I when I heard that this was coming out, I couldn't be more excited. And the fact that everyone, for the most part, doesn't care that if they're not a soccer fan, they don't care. They give it a chance anyway. And it's I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's it's visual antidepressant. It just makes you. Yes. feel good. Yeah. Like, what a uh, great descriptor. Yeah. Like uh, Brad from Canada, he's he's very vocal about this. So I'm not airing his laundry. It it helped him get through a divorce. Yes. And, and oh my god. Yeah, it, it really does help people. It's it's more than a show. It's it's yeah. a it's a community. It really nobody does. nobody is saying like murder she wrote got me through my mom's death. Like nobody's uh, no murder that. she wrote is like why somebody killed someone. Like, yeah. Let's be honest about that. right. Like that's that's definitely it. But no, this one, yeah, yeah, this is just heartfelt. Um, I did I did mess around and see the the um, dart clip. Oh yeah, that's a I great did see that one. one. Be and curious. that was when I was just like, <sighs> no, why, and why have I not watched this show? Like, and that's my fault. 
the same guy, Brett from Canada. That's his mantra now from that from that scene where they said, be curious, not judgmental. That's like yes. his mantra now. Oh, where he beats Brilliant. Rupert Giles. Yes. Yeah, Buffy. but he says yes. he says the story of the Walt Whitman quote, right. be curious, not judgmental. And it just hits so hard Perfect. because I know Perfect. so many judgmental people out there and I can't fucking stand it, man. I really can't. And it's just Get like it. everyone has their own demons. Everyone. Cut people some slack, man. Cut yep. people some slack. What what good is it doing being judgmental about someone? Dude, anyone could get hit by a bus tomorrow. Anyone. Right. But like, right. don't fucking judge people, dude. Everyone has their own baggage. Everyone has stuff they're going through. Like, be there for someone. Be a rock. Don't right. be, don't, don't be weigh the, down. Be the joy. People. Be the joy yeah. in somebody's exactly. life. Even randomly. You're absolutely right. Yes. Somebody you don't even know. Just do exactly. something nice. Exactly. And that's the message that Ted Lasso puts out in the world. So I couldn't be happier that it's doing so well. Yes. And yes. Uh, yeah, I'm all here for it. That's Victor, awesome. this, this is one of the, my favorite episodes. Dude, um, thank you. I, thank I, you. I told you I'm almost four years in. There this is fantastic, man. You are a joy to, to talk you. to. You're a very talented artist. And uh, yeah, I, I can't thank you enough for coming on. So yeah, we'll have to do, we'll have to do this me. again because we barely scraped the surface, man. This I is, mean, that's the best part of these conversations. We're just getting to know each other. Exactly. So, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And I'm so happy that you and I were able Dude. to uh, to relink. Seriously. Uh, I appreciate that, Sean, for real. So, yeah. yeah. And right. we would love to be able to, to work with you uh, in the future. I mean, when you guys are coming up, I mean, I know of Wizard course. World's coming. Well, um, Wiz Wizard year. World is is done. Well, yeah, they yeah, got, they correct, got correct, correct. I want to talk to you about this. Yeah, actually, yeah, really yeah, yeah, can yeah, we, yeah. Can we? Yeah, 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 yeah. I would love to understand what your thoughts are as the as the artist and you know man okay I'm gonna I'm you know what I'm gonna talk about this in a way that I haven't yet um so it it, it blindsided me but I wasn't surprised let's give a little bit of backstory about the people that because some of the yeah. people don't understand what we're so, talking about we're just nerd we're just con nerding yeah, 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 out yeah. shit like that okay so Wizard World Comic Con is one of the most like recognizable uh premier comic con brands in the united states correct they touch um, the most cities yes yes in such a short span to right. get the most uh like literally like in a year yeah. yeah like in a year where most places maybe do one maybe two events maybe three yeah. maybe four wizard yeah. was doing like 15 like at least one a month you can almost guarantee that a wizard world show was happening right oh, like correct. it was, it was ridiculous quarter. yeah versus absolutely ridiculous. versus people like ace and galaxy and they were only doing it maybe once every quarter right right so wizard um you know literally started off as a magazine uh talking about comic book news um that was their their basis in the early 90s grew to a point where you know they bought Chicago Comic-Con was their very first show that they bought, ended up buying Philadelphia Comic-Con, which is the second show that they bought. And there's a lot of differing opinions about Wizard World as a brand from the industry. Some people loved it, some people hated it, a lot of different things. It just depends on your experience. I was a guy that I had nothing but really good experiences for the most part. So I was always favorable to them. Yeah, and, same. I never, yeah. they never screwed me over. Um, right. Everyone was super nice. I mean, you know, everyone from, you know, our, fr our friend Mark right. to Dave. Right. To, oh, God, I love Dave. Uh, yeah, love Dave. Shout out to Dave. Dave was yeah, going yeah. through some, uh, yeah, going yeah, some yeah. shit. He's bouncing he's back good. now. Yeah, shout Excellent. out to Dave. Um, the Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was always like he looked like that older rocker oh like i was just, just about knew. to say if anybody's <laughs> gone to a wizard world show and you meet this like ex rocker 80s guy and know that that's just, what he is he that's just it. looks like he just walked off a spinal tap <laughs> scene. it's true it's so true that's dave Absolutely. it's dave yeah. shout out to dave such yeah. a 
great guy, man. I love him. But like, no one's ever, no one's ever screwed me over. And I've heard stories. I've heard nightmare yeah, stories. I mean, I've had talent right. tell me nightmare stories. I've definitely heard it as well. I didn't have it, you know, Same. like that. So I didn't have that issue with them. Yeah. Um, and in fact, uh, earlier this year, I was brought back on to be editor in chief of the relaunch of the magazine. Unfortunately, it never Woo! actually came to That's, fruition. Ooh, okay. it didn't come to fruition. But, you know, I actually did a first issue. Like, I have the files for a first issue of Wizard Magazine number one, um, the relaunch, but it never came out. Um, it happens. Maybe Mr. Happens. Katz is listening now. Who knows? I mean, you know, I mean, he knows. He definitely knows. And yeah. uh, shout out to Peter Katz as well, yeah, man. Yeah, That's yeah. one of the nicest guys there. Dude, like, he's, I think he's, he is think, a survivor, bro. He is. He has been there since the and magazine. Po- and probably one of the biggest reasons why a lot of us probably come back. In a lot and of ways. In a lot, in a of, lot ways, of ways. And, and that's why it wasn't a big surprise that why why when they made this uh, move that he that he become, you know, that he goes over to Fan Expo. Yeah. Um, and that was the thing. Like the the transition of things, like I said, I didn't know when or what was actually happening, but I wasn't surprised because I knew that there were some changes that all were of us be heard coming. that they were changed for a good number right. of years, even before the pandemic. Exactly, exactly. Um, you know, literally because of the pandemic, I was almost like, Well, that's the nail right there. And then they pivoted and did the virtual stuff. I was like, Oh, good job. Like that was yeah. smart. I okay, I like where you guys are going with it. Um I am excited for the opportunity to roll into Fan Expo because now Fan Expo has become something like what Wizard was um, by way of how many different events they offer in different locations. Um, Some of the the places that they go are former Wizard locations like Mm -hmm. Boston. Wizard did a Boston show for a little bit. Um, Didn't stick, but Fan Expo has seemingly made that work. They've gone Dallas. They've got Denver. They've got all these different places. And so I'm really looking forward to what they are going to fold into it. Um, Philly is definitely one of the, the Wizard World shows that Fan Expo bought. So I'm really looking forward to what they're going to do with that. I want to I see am as well. what uh, they bring. Yeah, I am as well. I mean, yeah. they're going to bring what you said, what Wizard World has been doing, and also to what they've wanted to do in the past and couldn't, and right. now they have the money to do so. Exactly. Because you can tell, we all can tell when they ha- when they got the money and when they yep. don't get the money. Yep. You can definitely tell that. Listen, 2016, the start of 2016, um, the the fan base or the, the celeb base was Marvel movies, right? So mm-hmm. we were literally, we had Chris Evans, I think Chris Hemsworth, Tom Hiddleston, and there was, I think it was like um, one more. Dom, uh, uh, Dominic Monet. Dominic, not. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Dominic, um, Tony's dad. Um mm-hmm. All four of them, right, right. All four of them at one show. You're like, you're breaking the bank. They had the money. They had the money. Plus the walking dead guys. Plus that kid. Yep. Plus the artists. Plus you can't forget about Bruce Campbell. Oh my God. It was huge. It was huge. So you can definitely tell when the influx of cash is there because they're spending it on the experience. You have a great time. There's no question about it. It's good stuff. I think that's when they started selling beer too. Yes, it is. When the beer guy started yes, coming around, shout out the real fucking hero of Comic Cons. <laughs> you want to make you it will, through? You will never, cup. dude. You'll never see a celebrity light up more when they see these beer guys. That is true. You know what I mean? Like, hey man, true. you got to sit down for eight hours straight. It helps with have a little loosey goosey going on. Right? Listen, oh, you got that courage. You got no, that courage, dude. Yeah, you're absolutely it's right. I mean, how it's many the of them? And remember, too, a lot of the uh, some of the talent is kind of really old. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. like I, I was working with Michelle Nichols one time, and I love her. 
I love her. Super sweet. Super yeah. sweet. But she is. She's, she she's is. an older lady. You yeah. Know, there's yeah, only so much she can do safely, you know. Very safely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had to get her food. And, yep. Yeah. Yep. But I, wow. I definitely claimed her as my girlfriend for a while. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was like, no, that's my that's my girlfriend. Watch your mouth. And, like, she was like, oh, you young man, you stop. I was like, whatever. You keep <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> Michelle awesome. Nichols. Like, Man, I I hope you come to a show in Philly within the year, so uh, we could come get a beer and nerd out with you, man. That'd be awesome. Consider it done, man. That's awesome. We'll go to we'll go to Reading Terminal get breakfast the whole night. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, Yeah, one hundred percent. Hey, man, we'll go to Reading Terminal. We'll go. uh, We'll go in South Philly. We'll go everywhere, man. We'll go to Italian Market. You already know. You already know. We'll go to Gino's. We won't go to Pat's. It's a little bit dangerous right now. Well, I mean. If it's worth it, though, out of town, out of towners and Pat's right? isn't really they're not, not really good. looking good anymore. No, yeah. Yeah. Do, do you yeah. have to do you have to bring up a homicide during this awesome conversation? Chance? I mean, <laughs> I'm just working out new material. guys. Sometimes it's always, you just got to be honest about it. Like, I'm tra- you know. Hey, I'm trying to kill. All right. Right. Yeah. You show love. That's the Philly way. That's just what you yes. do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, man. But- Victor, Dude. thank you so much. Thank, thank you, man. You this was incredible. Incredible. Super appreciate it. What a great Absolutely. conversation. Seriously. Woo-woo. Tell all everybody where we can uh, where they can find you. Of course, you guys can find me on all forms of social media at Vantage In House. Again, that's V A N T A G E I N H O U S E. That's on Instagram, on Twitter, uh, Facebook. We got a page. Definitely like that. Um, also check out you create comics. That's the letter U C R E the number eight comics.com. If you want to make comics yourself, we have supplies. If you're an educator and you want to bring comics into the classroom, we have programming. So reach out, uh, let us know that you, that you heard us here and, uh, we'll see if we can work out some special discount for you. Um, if you mentioned this podcast, because oh. I'm in charge and I'm allowed to do that. So that's awesome. Woo! That's what I didn't do. know that. Yeah. Are we, are we bringing you guys on? Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Heard it here first. All right. Uh, Everyone out there, we're going to do our best to get them back on as soon as we can because there's so much more to talk about. uh, And we almost talked for two hours. I can't believe it. (laughs) Time flew by. I can't believe it. So, uh, all right. (laughs) I didn't realize that. Jeez. So I'm going to go watch Walking Dead. And uh, everyone have a great week. Again, next week is four years. And, uh, yeah. Thanks again, Another four years, man. Let's go. Thank you so much. Joe now. Oh, thank you.